Welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen. I am one of your hosts. My name is Spencer, and today I'm joined by my wonderful melanated co-hosts. This is uh, Brandon and Jordan. If you are joining us uh, just listening, then of course we appreciate that. But we want you to know that this episode uh, you may also be able to find on the YouTube. And once we get into today's episode, you will understand why this episode uh, was put on the YouTube. That's going to be League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast on the YouTube. So before we get into today's topic, um, I believe there is a small bit of news, uh, good news, uh, perhaps, or just news. So we'll see how you feel about it. Uh, Jordan, what is today's uh, news story? Well, I will start with the headline and the headline reads, Marvel made a deal to use Stan Lee's likeness for the next 20 years. So that means we'll be seeing Stan Lee again in some shape or form. Um, And how the deal came about was Stan Lee's company, uh, his two companies that he created before he died, they have his, they actually have his likeness and they worked on a deal with, um, you know, with Marvel studios to be able to use his likeness, but it's a weird, they, they put a little caveat in there. He can't appear in VR or in video games. That's a, it's a really random one, but Hey, so that means, you know, we could see him in hologram, you know, Tupac style. We could just see like a picture of him. We could hear his voice again um, because they're able to use his voice over on different things. Um, uh, if you go to like the amusement parks, like Disneyland, Disney World, uh, you'll be able to see some type of, you know, Stanley tribute or stand in or look alike um, there as well. You know, saying his Excelsior, you know, his catchphrase. Um, so I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. What y'all feel about that? I'm fine with it. I don't have a hard opinion one way or the other. Um, I like the idea of seeing Stan Lee still doing cameos, but also I was, I made peace with the fact that I wasn't going to get another one and I was good (laughs) with that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't need this. Uh, I'm not mad about it, but I don't need this. Yeah. I I just don't know if, I don't know who was asking for this. Like who, who was on the Twitter? Like, man, we need Stan Lee wasn't in, (laughs) <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Strange, so I, I just wasn't a fan. You know, I just I, I think it, I, I am excited. I think it is dope that they're doing the whole like, you know, at Disney World, at these like Disneyland, whatever, and like paying homage to them. That's dope. Like having somebody, a kid walk through and seeing like a paying homage to Stan Lee or a young actor playing a young Stan Lee, whatever. That's dope. Yeah. But in the movies, uh, I mean, I think Honestly, I mean, unfortunately that he passed, it makes you appreciate his earlier cameos. Like it makes you appreciate those yeah. are like the first couple of phases. Uh, it makes you appreciate it more. So now it's kind of like, you know, all right, that's, you know, that's not him. Um, you know, I was thinking about the next 20 years too. There's a whole, there's going to be a whole generation of kids who didn't know who Stanley was. is going to also be raised up on, you know, getting to know who Stanley is. Right. Like if you're if you're eight years old now, 
you know, you might you when you start watching the MCU, you, you didn't you probably didn't know who Stan Lee was. The next 20 years, if you continue to see Stan Lee, you know, by the time you're in your 20s, you're going to recognize who he is and you're, you can recognize his voice. I think the best way they should use it, though, is kind of let him be a narrator, like maybe for some show or some movie That'd be or dope. something. Use use his voice. Like, I, I would love to hear his voice again. Like, I don't like I don't necessarily need to see him, but I think it's cool to hear his voice again and have him do like some background narration or something. Didn't and he? I, my bad. Didn't he do a narration of something recent? Uh, not recently. I but, think he did a documentary. Um, I, I want to say I thought it was an animal documentary, but I could just be completely tripping. I don't remember. I just saw him. I heard his voice narrate something, and it was amazing. I was like, God, damn. That's kind of what you get. Like, once you hit, like, your 90s, that's kind of just what you start doing. Like, that's the natural yeah. transition is animal documentaries. Right. Unless you're Betty White, and you are still still rocking. Well, yeah, Betty White was just acting. Like, she, she was just still in movies and stuff. Betty White, uh, yeah. She, she, I understand that she was, like, 100, or she was 99 and change, but, like, too soon. Yeah, <laughs> we needed more time with Betty White. That's funny. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm pretty excited to be able to hear his voice again, but not ne- I don't necessarily need to see him. And like Brandon said, I don't know who who called for this to even happen. Um, yeah. it had to be somebody at Disney because I don't think the fans was like bring back Stan Lee. Right, and it sounded like I didn't like the way he went out. To be honest, it was kind of disappointing because I know he was having. Issues with his family, oh yeah, family trust and all that shit. And they were stealing from him, and he wasn't. He just yeah. wasn't aware of it. Like that was that was a whack way to go out. Like, um. So, and then to see the now that the family trust approves it, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, why were they holding it back in the first place? It just sounds yeah. like the people who are around him, unfortunately, just didn't have his best interests. They could be trying to get more money, but I want to say something. It's about to be crazy. I already know. What if we got? A Stanley zombie, you know, appearance. Is that is that would that be too crazy? No. Like Doctor Strange style, you know, he uh <laughs> he pops into another version of himself. He can be zombie Stan. I mean, and you need some more time. I think we need <laughs> yeah, I was gonna soon. say that that'd be a little, that'd be a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's a good move. Uh, I think we need about five to five ten years. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a little cringy to just see a little, yeah. little zombie stand. <laughs> And it yeah, should be it, and it should be a young zombie stand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let that man rest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Goodness. <laughs> body can't uh, even get cold. He's trying to. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying yeah. to rest, and people keep trying to wake him up. It's like I, I just, I just want to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, alrighty. So today's episode is going to be a fun one. Uh, This will be the first of possibly many. You can let us know if you enjoy this episode and want more like it, because there are several um, options here. So what we have, I'm sure that you are aware that Marvel and DC tend to copy each other pretty regularly. So one company will make a character and then the other company will be like, hey, that's a good idea, or that's a good character, that's a good concept. Let us take a crack at that same thing. And so today, Jordan will be representing Marvel, Brandon will be representing DC, and I will be the neutral judge. And we are going to see both of them put on their lawyer hats and argue for which 
copycat character is better. So I'm going to, uh, I have given them uh, the characters in question or the groups or whatever they may be. Uh, I gave them to them in advance. Uh, They have been given time to do research because as we know, prep time is a superpower. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to see how these two gentlemen argue this case. So I will give the disclaimer that even if one of these people, and I know who I'm talking about because Jordan's a hater. (laughs) um, These people. So Brandon may like the Marvel character in question, but today it's Brandon's job to shit on Marvel. So uh, I have a feeling that today's episode may skew your opinion of Brandon's opinion. And I wanted to put that on the table. That way you understand as a listener or a viewer that Brandon has an appreciation for both companies. Amen. Brandon is a poser. Jordan does not. Jordan. I appreciate the fine arts. Jordan is a DC hater in his heart and nobody knows why. Nope. And it's you know just, he watches DC content. <laughs> that's because it. DC content is great. Uh, it consumes cool. it regularly. It's it's cool. You know, I, I, I've we've, watched we've a already, few shows here lately. Yeah. We've already yeah, we'll, we'll touch the, on that. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the movies very hit and miss. No problem admitting that. Uh, but DC animation hits. Yeah, comics easy. Uh, easy. I don't know about that. You don't know about that exactly. <laughs> Dude, I told I told y'all I I've read DC comics. I read the Flintstones, and that's part of DC. So you should be okay. kicked off this podcast now <laughs> for saying some stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, let us jump in. Uh, how this is going to work? I'm going to name the pair. Uh, they will give year of publication. Uh, that way, we will know who did it first. Uh, we will talk about superpowers and abilities and just kind of a general overview of the character. And then uh, I will open the floor for opening statements. We will discuss and then I will rule. So we are going to start today with two characters that have been in uh, the world pretty recently uh, that have a release from this year. We're going to start with DC Comics Batman Mm. and Marvel Comics Moon Knight. So, Brandon, uh, Batman's year of publication. His publication was 1939, Detective Comics number one. Jordan, Moon Knight's year of publication. It was 1975 in Werewolf by Night number 32. Damn, okay. that's a long, long time. We, we, we knew that. <laughs> yeah, we knew that. Come on, man. We, uh, we knew Batman <laughs> came out first. Batman been here for a while. Okay. So, Brandon, brief rundown on Batman. All right. I think we all know the, the goods here. Uh, Bruce Wayne, uh, a.k.a. Batman. Uh Born to a very rich family. He has privilege. We all know it. He's not his fault, right? Um, born to a family. His, obviously, his parents get killed. He's living in the dumps. He's living in Gotham. He, uh, 
tries to, you know, grows up, you know, wants to save people, wants to save the world, wants to save his city, most importantly, becomes, takes on the mantle of Batman, takes on the, the role of Batman. And uh, yeah, history, everybody knows the story from there. And Jordan, uh, you can tell us a little bit about Moon Knight. Yeah, so, you know, seeing as we just left off a show called Moon Knight, uh, I'll keep it kind of quick. So um, he was a mercenary, uh, you know, worked for hire, and he was actually in Egypt when he was killed and brought back to life by the god Khonshu, who is the god of the night. Uh, Moon Knight's whole story is he protects the travelers of the night. So if you are, you know, traveling at nighttime and you're in his territory, then you're under his protection, no matter man, woman, beast, you know, otherly creature, you are under his protection from any harm that might come to you. Um, he is also, you know, has some mental issues with DID, you know, dissociative <laughs> identity disorder, you know, and he has multiple personalities, Steven, Jake, and Mark. Um, we just came off a show, so I'm not going to, you know, at this moment, I'm not going to go into that. So, yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll save some of that for the, uh, for the yeah. statements that you'll make, because as we know, the comic books and the uh, visual adaptations or the stuff in media can differ. So uh, you can use anything that we've seen to your advantage. So uh, with that being the case, Brandon, I will let you start with opening statements. <sighs> Welcome. Welcome everyone. Uh, glad, <laughs> glad you could be here for this uh, this massacre. Uh, okay, we have Batman. Poss- I mean, easily top five greatest superhero of all time. Some would say the greatest. Um, he's relatable, yet not relatable, which makes him distant enough to where you look up to him, but he's close enough to where you go, okay. You know, he he's a human. He has something, some things I can do, uh, but you also aspire to be him. He's a, I mean, he has an outstanding backstory. He has outstanding villains. Uh, Joker, possibly the greatest villain of all time. Um, he has a great team around him as far as like, you know, Robin, Batgirl, uh, Alfred, uh, Gordon. You know, it's a bunch of great characters around him. Uh, unfortunately, um, Moon Knight doesn't have that right we we just got out of a show and the most interesting character in the entire show may have been um you know steven maybe you know not even the person when he puts on the suit that's the reason why they didn't have him wear the suit am, 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 am i free to object at any time or am I, i'm letting him get his thing on right yeah, now you, you're going i'm you, right he I'm will right. he will finish his opening statement okay okay we'll get your chance and then i will let y'all go at it all right. Thank you. Thank you, okay. Your Honor. I appreciate <laughs> it. I don't like the interruptions. Uh, let me gather my thoughts again. Okay, so yeah, Batman is one of the greatest superheroes of all time. What makes Batman great is because Bruce Wayne in, him, in himself is an interesting character, right? His, his bachelor ways, but also his, his love for his city, him trying to be a philanthropist and really helping his city uh, with his money. But then at night, going about it, helping the city with um, with, uh, with fear, as you saw in the movie. So, yeah, I think this is pretty easy. I think this is a layup, you know, a two-step, Euro-step layup. You know what I'm saying? Moon Knight just isn't. He ain't even in the league. I think the closest, the best, honest uh, comparison to Batman in the DC Universe may be Daredevil, maybe. He's still getting washed. But that's the best chance they have 
uh, yeah, Batman, one of the greatest characters of all time. Um, and we all know Moon Knight. Most people just found out who he was about five minutes ago. So, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, all right. Let me start by saying I, I do want to, you know, when we did the first appearance, I didn't give a shout out to the creators. You know, I actually honor the creators. So he was created by Doug uh, Monich and Don Perlin. So I just want to get it out there. So Moon Knight, you know, let's talk about I want to start by his mental health. This is a character who struggles with mental health. He is a character who people with other mental disorders aspire to be. You know, he he's not taking his mental health for granted. You know, he he is out there still fighting the good the good fight. Um, I I will admit, you know, there is some similarities between him and Batman, but once you start looking at the characters, it ends real fast. Um, Moon Knight has a great cast around him. I know Brandon tried to say that Brandon's coming from a TV show where they threw in a character who's not in the comics. You know, we didn't, we never mentioned Frenchie Duchamp, his best bud, his, uh, his uh, Fox, whatever that the Batman dude name, that's his Lucius Fox, you know, Frenchie is his Lucius Fox. He's there helping him in the way, you know, he, he is married as well. Batman. He's, he's not married. He's a bachelor. I don't know what, uh, uh, uh. Let him let him finish. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. thank uh, you. Thank you, Your Honor. Some people just don't have any manners. <laughs> That's not true, but it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like you, said, you will be able to counter okay, later. I promise. Okay. All right. You know, so like I said, Moon Knight is married. You know, he's the common man. He he also has a child. He just wants to protect people. And the way he goes about it is he gonna beat your ass at nighttime. He wants you to see him. Moon Knight wears all white because he wants you to see him. He wants you to have that fear. So when Mark, you know, puts on his Moon Knight outfit, he's beating your ass. Now, when he needs to get down to the nitty gritty, he's going to, you know, switch personalities. He's going to hop in his taxi cab and we're going to get Jake. You know, Jake Lockley is the character that we need when we need. If we need information from the streets, you know, we're hollering at Jake. And then Steven, we're not even going to mention the show, Steven, because they didn't do Steven right. Brandon talked about, you know, having money. Batman has money. and You know, he's rich and powerful and all that. But let's face it, man. Batman is out here beating up poor people and he's rich. We, we can say the same for Moon Knight almost, but it's a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is only Thank Moon Knight's you. personality. He, he didn't know he was rich as a personality. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting uh, tactic there. What, what's, what's I got going? I was like, yeah, he did. He did the same thing. You know, Moon Knight. He has a mental disorder, so he don't. He didn't know what he was doing, <laughs> Steven. Oh, uh, but I think Moon Knight has a better costume than Batman. Um, Moon Knight has a few different options. Batman, you know, has the same old regular, you know, regular schmegler stuff he's been wearing. Um, so yeah. That is Moon Knight. Before we go into like his powers and everything goes, um, <laughs> okay, um, Brandon, um, now now you you are you are free to talk amongst each other. You 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 have yeah, where, where you, you have room. Right yeah, you have room to discuss uh, because I'm pretty sure Brandon's got some some uh, 
some some holes. Yes, <laughs> in I your got, argument, I got plenty. First of all, Batman is married. He's married to Catwoman. It actually just happened. It's one of the biggest yeah, that's, that's events more, in comics. Yeah, okay, I give you that. That that's, that was more recent, but yeah. we don't know how that marriage is going. It's, I'm sure it's a little rocky. We don't even know who Moon Knight is married to. So who knows if that's rocky? She, she's married to Mar- He's married to Marlene, and Catwoman is a hoe anyway. So whoa, she's for everybody, she for the streets, whoa. dog. Oh my bad, is that that man wife? I'm sorry. Goodness gracious, coming for women right now. But but can we? Right. Yeah, what else you got? Uh, his suit obviously his suit changed over time. I mean, if you've paid attention, which you obviously have not regarding DC, his let, suit let me guess, all the time. Uh, it's probably all black. Probably has an all black cape and probably has a black Batman symbol. About mm, it's right. changed from blue, it's changed to yellow, it's changed a few different times. His actually his cape has been blue, his cape has been black. So, you know, it's 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 different kinds, right? Uh what else nonsense did you say? Oh, uh yeah, like he's a he hey, if you want to talk about poor people, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Moon Knight beat up poor people too. And yeah, but, taking advantage of other people's mental health issues, but it's fine. I mean, yeah, I, I just don't think Moon Knight in any way shapes up like and let's talk about powers oh yeah we, um, we can go there because I, okay. I, I, got, I got his powers so what, what, what you want to start with batman because i mean batman just just a regular dude i mean he's a he's a genius intellect he's a tactician okay. he's an investigator right they uh, Marsh? moon knight moon knight is also an investigator and a protectician i feel like that comes along with the territory of you know a lot of these characters there's a reason why people use prep time because he's known so much that's so well. That's, that's the dumbest argument. That is still the dumbest argument ever. No, that's, it isn't. If he's not facing, even superpower. If he's facing Moon Knight, he's probably going to talk to the other gods or talk to the other avatars or the other gods and try to get, you know what I mean, Kanchu put away no, or something. You can't call another guy. You think he's going to call him on three-way? Like, hey, dog, I need to figure out what's going on. He's going to call the avatar. He's going to figure out who the avatars of these people are and he's going to talk to the avatars. They're not. They're exactly. not gonna help. Let me let me give you a little one. Just one of Moon Knight power. So actually, Moon Knight has sort of a, uh, immortality because Moon Knight's died three times already, and Khonshu continues to bring him back. So at this point, it's believed that Moon Knight can't die. Yeah. So it's not really Moon Knight. It's more Khonshu's. But they're, they're but they're a package deal. How many times have Batman died and come back? None. Exactly. So he. So Moon Knight beat him up so bad he died that's it he ain't coming back batman's good enough to where he don't get shot (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah moon knight will take that shot and moon knight will keep coming at you his suit is actually made of uh antimanium uh i don't know i said that really weird yeah i don't know why i said that i don't know why i said it so weird like that uh um which is the same you know the same stuff that wolverine bones is as well as his crescent darts so i mean in the, in the DC universe, what metal is equivalent to that? Um, I don't really. They don't really have like a metal oh. that I can think of like that. Oh, so they, they do, one. but I'm the judge. So I yeah, I'll say what you're doing, it. Spencer. What you're doing? Wait, 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 wait. So you okay, mean okay. you mean tell me if Moon Knight throws a dart at Batman and hits him? He, what what does he have to stop that? I mean, there are certain kinds, but I mean, I think we're getting into like the trident of like Aquaman or something like that. Uh, that's indestructible, stuff like that. But, but Batman as far as it. Batman don't need it though. Batman could just get his dudes hands. It's a rat. I think we and all that, know that. He don't, and he don't want them problems because once again, Moon Knight is also a fighter. He will he will take them punches and he will continue to give them back. Right. Was he trained by Razaku? Uh, no, because he was trained was by. Was he trained streets. in the League of Shadows? 
<laughs> no, he was straight. Oh, he, was, okay. he was training in these streets of Brooklyn where he beating people's ass. Wow, uh, he was just he was training on the street corner. Let, let, let me Ooh. let me tell you some of his major feats because you guys don't you guys don't know Moon Knight. You know you think he's some ha ha funny dude. He's soft. So, more most recently, he's defeated the Avengers. Now, let me tell you who this team of Avengers is. He beat Iron Fist. <laughs> he beat Doctor Strange. Look, you laughing? Look, he beat Doctor Strange. It took his powers. Beat Ghost Rider. Took his powers. Also, he redirected Thor's hammer and ended up taking Thor's power. And he also most recently came possessed by the Phoenix Force, who tried to get him to take over the entire uh, Manhattan, but he was able to fight back the Phoenix Force. And we so all know got, the Phoenix Force is, you know, omnipotent power. So he got the Phoenix Force and he thought, I'm going to take over Manhattan rather than the entire world. It's a little weird. I'll, I'll give you this. I mean, there's a whole movie about um, Batman preparing and being able to take down the entire Justice League. And I think if we compare the characters you just named versus Superman, Flash, uh, Aquaman, I mean, they Wonder were Woman. Get, they were going to get into it. Who, who, who's better out of the Justice League and Avengers? I mean, we got to talk about I mean, that later. I'm just saying. It, I think this is pretty clear and cut. I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, I, and I just want, and I just want to give you, you know, you you said Batman is relatable, right? Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you a question. Do you relate to Bill Gates? No. Well, as a human, he's a human, sure. But can you can you relate? Can you relate to him? Like, do you understand what he goes through? Sure, he likes to read. He lives a, a regular life, other than trading stocks and owning a big company where he used to. So, are you yes. telling me you can relate to a billionaire? Which Batman is probably a billionaire, right? Would you agree? Yeah, but I, I think those two are bad examples. Like, he lives a different lifestyle than Bill Gates. Do we know that? Bill Gates could be Batman. And the other dude could be Lex Luthor. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Elon <laughs> Musk? Yeah. yeah. We, don't know. we don't know what they do in the nighttime. He's Luthor, for real. See, and don't nobody know Bruce Wayne is Batman, so we don't... Bill Gates could be the real life Batman. I'm just saying you, th- these are not relatable characters. I, I don't relate to this white millionaire who beats up on poor people. I don't know how see, you relate to that. See, that's what losers. You losers would be a, think of that way. You would be a victim of Batman. See, that's what these new little millennials. Hey, beating up on poor people, man. He's saving lives. Stop it. That man's so, saving lives. What was that Dave Chappelle joke? Uh, he, is he hurting more than he's saving? Let's not, <laughs> let's, let's not let's not bring up <laughs> yeah y'all, y'all no, know no. what i'm already talking about we're not, uh, we're not doing that <laughs> well yeah oh, we already know the joke. if you yeah, don't know nah. the joke, go check out the dave Chappelle on netflix stand up um and also let me tell you moon knight is humanized did you know every hanukkah because you know moon knight is jewish every hanukkah the thing sends him a card because they're both jewish the, the thing is jewish that is such a a down to earth thing for someone, you know, to send you a card. How many cards is Batman getting from people? Nobody Batman, even likes Batman. Batman is extremely relatable. If you think about his relationship with the Robins, think about his relationship with Damian Wayne. Damian oh, Wayne. oh, you mean you mean these child killers that he raised? No, it's if you just look at the story at, at his base. He's raising a teenager who has extreme angst against him, who does not, who looks up to him, but doesn't tell him he looks up to him because he doesn't want him to think too much of him. Right. He has a father son relationship with Alfred. 
think we all can can uh, relate to a father son relationship. I mean, he, the, he the dad is Alfred like shit. He doesn't. Uh, the movie said that, but he doesn't. Hey, it's he, out there. Spencer said it's out there. So, in my eyes, he treats him like shit. And he he raised some child killers. Come on now, how can you relate to that? They were already on that route. He just trained Whoa, them to do it mean? in the right so, way. So, are you telling me we should punish people for crimes they haven't committed yet because you think they're on that route? That's are you a far reach. Are you far reach? Bro. How? I, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to weigh Wayne, your weigh your heart. Damian Wayne was raised by Raja Ghoul by um, Deathstroke. He was already a killer. Uh, Batman took him in and taught him how to not kill, but to help people. It's not raising. What, what about what about Jason Todd, Dick Grayson? What about those guys? One of them guys was in the circus, just trying to live his best life. And Batman his, just his family died. And he helped him out by training him to beat up people, poor defenseless people, poor defenses. Who and, are these? And can, we, can we talk about Barbara Gordon? He, he practically, you know, raised up to be a killer, and then she ended up getting violated because of him. If, if, <laughs> if, she, if she never met Batman, would that even happen to her? Your Honor, I rest my case. This is this man's reaching at this point. Oh my goodness! I do want to give you a little quick fun fact too. Um, Batman, I'm mean, not Batman. Um, Look at you! Look at you! Yeah, I was, I was so angry just now. Uh, Spider Man and Moon Knight actually combined and became the Rack Knight, which is I thought was pretty cool. I just want to throw that out there because I found that even though I read it. But um, Batman have, don't have no other power, no other powers. I mean, Moonlight, expert pilot, expert detective, marksman, weapon master. You know everything you said. Yeah, everything you said, Batman can do. So, yeah. Well, you know, um, with Batman coming first, there's there's going to be a lot of characters, you know, that people compare to Batman, and you know. Some of the later characters just happen to surpass them. Uh, in this particular case, um, biased. Oh no, we're, we're uh. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, did y'all hear that? I thought I thought that in my head. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, I'm going purely based on the arguments that were presented. Um, and based on the arguments that were presented, I rule in favor of Brandon Willis for this particular. Thank you. Oh, yeah, but the people oh, on YouTube a- see the people on YouTube see the Batman symbol behind behind Spencer, but he, he's not biased. But you know, I mean, let's not let's not blame the judge. Let's You're right. Not be that You're person. Right. You're right. I'm not going to blame the man who has the Batman poster and voted for Batman to win. But okay, you're right. This is an arbitrary judge. Let's not do that. Well, respect the, the law. The thing is, Brandon made a better argument than you did. So so that so that was are you telling me there was a chance I could have won? If you'd have made a better argument, yeah. <laughs> like that's what this is. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, oh, I'll take I'll take that. It's fine. I'll take that, you know. So for the next one, uh we have for Marvel, Doctor Strange, and for DC, Doctor Fate. Jordan. Year of publication for Doctor Strange. Uh, April 1963, created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Brandon, year of publication for Doctor Fate. Uh, World War II, 1940, uh, by Gardner Fox. All right. Doctor Fate came first, it looks like. Uh, Jordan, what can you tell us about Doctor Strange? Uh, once again, you know, 
we just came up off a movie and he already has another movie out. So we kind of know his origin story, but I will go over, you know, Stephen Vincent Strange, uh, his kind of his little origin story. He's actually 6'2", 180. I didn't realize he was uh, 6'2". But he was a neurosurgeon who got in a car accident and he ended up crippling his hands as well as more parts of his body. And he, you know, went on a journey and ended up meeting with the ancient one um, who was not a woman, you know, however they did the movies. Um, but yeah, he ended up meeting up with her and he ended up getting healed by magic. And he ended up wanting to stay and understand magic and learn magic. And he ended up becoming a sorcerer underneath her teachings, his teachings. Okay. Brandon, what can you tell us about Dr. Fate? Ah, the great Dr. Fate. His story is a little more complicated. Um, so Dr. Fate is a mantle. It is not a, you know, like Sorcerer Supreme is kind of like handed out. You know, yeah. Whoever wants it can get it. Oh, Dr. Dr. Fate is a, uh, <laughs> Dr. Fate is actually a helmet. Uh, it's a helmet. It's the um, amulet of Anubis. It's the cloak of uh, destiny. And then it's the helmet of fate. Right, you have to put that on. The main person I'll be talking about is Kent Nelson. That's the main kind of Dr. Fate uh, that most people know. Uh, essentially, uh, it's the when you put on the helmet, the um, the god called Naboo kind of takes over you uh, and he um, uses you kind of as a, a host almost. Uh, it's kind of a cool story real quick. Uh, essentially, Naboo, the helmet of fate was so powerful that Captain Marvel, the DC uh, Shazam, uh, took it and threw it into space because he thought, you know, fate will allow whoever's supposed, whoever's supposed to wear it next, we'll, put, we'll leave it up to fate. And so somehow it ended up uh, back on Earth. Ken Nelson was, you know, divorced is why he was struggling. Uh, he was a regular guy. He was, a, I think he was a psychiatrist, actually. And he was struggling. He lost his wife, blah, blah, blah. He was living on the streets. And then he, uh, I think it was raining outside. And so he was like, oh, I need something to cover me. So he like fumbles around. He's kind of homeless. So he fumbles around the trash, puts it, finds a helmet in the trash and goes, oh, okay, this is this will help me. Puts it on and then it's on from there. Um, Naboo takes him through his past and kind of takes over his body from there. So yeah, Dr. Fate, 6'2", 197. Uh, standing tall and broad. So yeah, that's Dr. Fate. Okay. Um, their, their powers are magic. So Essentially, uh, yeah. very extensive there. Right. So Yeah, I was looking uh, at Dr. Strange's powers. I was like, damn, this is yeah. this is too much. <laughs> yeah, so Jordan, go ahead. Um, oh, wait, are we, are we, are we talking power? We're we going with arguments. We're, okay, I got a list of powers. Uh, so. I mean, you, you can make the powers a part of your argument. Okay. Uh, I just want to quickly talk about Doctor Strange because, you know, this is a very popular character now. Um, first, I'm going to start out with some of the teams that he's been on because he's been on some, you know, big ticket teams. He's been a part of the Avengers, the Defenders, the Midnight Suns, which is kind of like a supernatural team, and the Infinity Watch. And the Infinity Watch is basically a team put together who they each individually have an Infinity Stone. And if we know how powerful the Infinity Stones is, we know how powerful that person who is protecting them has to be. So Dr. Strange, some of his powers is um, infinite longevity. So, you know, he he ages, but he ages slowly, kind of like, you know, the H1 did in, in the movie. Um, energy blast, astral projection, telepathy, telekinesis, flight, illusions. He's a very powerful sorcerer. Um, he's able to draw in 
a lot of different powers um, from different gods uh, across the, I guess, the Marvel universe. Um, so he has to be able to handle all of all of that magic that he pulls in. He has to be able to use that, you know, under very stressful situations. Um, he's often going against, you know, other powerful sorcerers such as Baron Mordo, um, Morgan Le Fay, which is, you know, one of the most powerful sorcerers in the Marvel Universe, um, as well as other gods. Shuma Gorath, he goes against um, that god. He's a um, god from another dimension. Uh, he goes against Mephisto, you know, who is the uh, Lord of Hell, or a version of Hell in Marvel. Um Doctor Strange, he is just, he's able to, you know, kind of think and figure out stuff, you know, on the fly. Because he was in, he was a surgeon, he understands how to think critically under tense situations. He's able to make the right call when it should be, you know, an easy call. And sometimes he makes that hard call. We saw in Endgame um, or Infinity or whichever one it was, he had to make the call where he had to give up the Infinity Stone. And sometimes, you know, it takes a, a strong will for a character to do that because, you know, you're going to call cause the death of millions. Um, he has a lot of different, I guess, weapons as well. You know, he has his cloak, uh, levitation. He has um, the chains of Sidorak that he's able to call in and bring forth and use them however he wants to. Um, he also has the Eye of Agamotto, which is, you know, very powerful um weapon it was originally by the most powerful sorcerer uh, agamotto the first sorcerer supreme and like brandon said sorcerer supreme is a title but not many actually hold on to that title and he is the longest one who who actually has that title so he's no pushover and i definitely know he will find a way to do something with a little trash helmet but i'll rest my case for that right there brandon all right that was that was good stuff there. Uh, all right, Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate. I mean, just let's just go off looks alone. Doctor Fate just looks dope. Like, <laughs> the helmet is fire. The cape. I mean, it just everything. Just aesthetic wise, he just looks like somebody you do not want to play with. So let's talk about his powers. Um, obviously, magic. It's a bunch of wordplay. You could look at a list, and they're just gonna have eighty different things that magic could help them do. But um, one thing is he has immortality. Um, he can't be killed. Um, he in, in vulnerability. So it said that um, even like he can withstand. So he can withstand like someone destroying to call it the Tower of Fate, which is where he lives uh, in its own little realm. Uh, so someone could destroy the Tower of Fate, but not destroy him. He can even withstand uh, Superman punches, uh, which most people cannot. Right. Um, he's also. Um, one of the most powerful beings and not only in many different multiverses. Uh, a lot of times Constantine comes to him for help. A uh, swamp thing comes to him for help. These are major uh, magic beings that come to him for help. Uh, he's part of the justice league, uh, dark, it's one of the more powerful in justice league. Also, I also, for this argument's sake, I Googled, I didn't even want to find all this information. I just Googled it. You know, how you Google something and it just boom, come up. It was Dr. Fate versus Dr. Strange. I, I hit enter and it said immediately. I'm going to read it verbatim. Dr. Strange, Dr. Fate has proven he is way more powerful than Dr. Strange. Essentially, what happened was in the comics, it showed there was a comic to where 
uh, Dr. Fate can break the fourth wall. So it was a Flash comic. One of the it was a kind of early on when Dr. Fate showed up. And he essentially, there's a panel, you, you guys can Google it, Dr. Fate breaking the fourth wall. And he essentially, like, it's a cool little picture. Like, he kind of puts his hand outside of the frame of the artwork of the comic and points at the at you, basically, and says, yes, you, the reader, I need your help. We need to do something with fate. And essentially what that did was that proved that he can break the fourth wall and that he can exist outside of the DC multiverse. So Doctor Strange's powers are solely within the Marvel universe, right? Which what, what you would think. But Doctor Fate is so powerful that he can go if he wanted to. He could go and exist in the uh, Marvel multiverse due to his magic powers. So Doctor Fate is just on a different level of uh, sorcery and the way he uses magic. He um, he doesn't have many top tier villains because most people don't even try to challenge him. He usually is helping other members of the Justice League or Justice League Dark figure out their magic issues. So, yeah, um, Dr. Fate, he's obviously had many other people. It's a mantle, so it's not just Kent Nelson, but he's the main person. Um, so, yeah, I rest my case there. He's, he's just just top tier source or he's better than Dr. Strange. But he's a helmet. Yeah, I mean, it's better than a necklace with an eye on it or a cape that saves you half the time. So, Kim, so there's a potential that the helmet can come off, right? Uh, there is. It's extremely difficult to do, but yes. So is there a situation where Doctor Strange could remove the helmet, send it to another dimension, and that's it? Uh, in a fantasy land, sure. <laughs> comic books are a fantasy land uh, true. I would just like to point no, out I, that's so, true but Dr. Fate is so strong that he would never let that happen he could easily like just send Dr. Strange to a different realm and not even have to worry about it I mean Dr. Strange also have dimensional travel which you know all these magical characters can often go against go to different dimensions but he uh, again he is stuck in the Marvel Universe his powers are stuck there Dr. Fate is he does, he is not contained by any universe, any multiverse. There's no anything you think as far as comics. But he has to have a but he the helmet has to have a host. Yeah, Kent Nelson is the host. So if we remove the helmet, we can kill Kent Nelson and send the helmet to a different dimension. And that's it. Can we send it yeah. to the sun? I mean, that's I mean, it. it's immortality. So it won't. Well, that's, that's the helmet. I mean, the helmet is just going to chill there, right? Can, right, it's, but it's just like Sorcerer Supreme, right? Like, you can you, anybody can grab that, right? As we saw in the movie. Yeah, like, but anybody can Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. You're right, but he's outside of Sorcerer Supreme. He's still Doctor Strange. He can function, you know, without that title. It's just a title. I mean, that's that's just what it is. It's just like Mister. That's it. Like I'm Mister Jordan. Like it's just a title. Right. That's the great thing about about Dr. Fate. It's not just a title. It's actually, if you're, if you have the title of Dr. Fate, then you are Dr. Fate. Like, there's no, like, uh, I don't feel like being Dr. Fate today. I'm going to hand it over to somebody else. No, it's, you're literally host, and Naboo decides. So what, so be. what happens if my, you know, my Kent personality doesn't want to accept this Dr. Fate? Because it sounds like he's just taking over the body. Exactly. There is no, like, discussion. There is no arguments. 
there's no, well, there's no Moon Knight. Well, I'm not feeling good today. And then another personality goes, well, I am. So, so he's doing this without their permission. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, he's the host. Uh, and, That's what the host does. And, and you're fine with that? Like not asking permission? Are you, are you good with that? I mean, Ian, he enhanced Ken Nelson's life. Ken Nelson, <laughs> but Ken Nelson was. It sounds like he didn't give permission. It sounds like he didn't give permission. That's what it, that's what it sounds like. Just because he, he was put down the on helmet his on his head. That's just part of it. So and he and so, oh, in the story oh, okay. in the comics also in the comics he has taken the helmet off before and put it back on like voluntarily because he needed to you know say the so word if that is the case there I see I see this going multiple ways Doctor Strange can rewind time back to the point where Kent Nelson Kent Jones whatever my man name is is about to put on the helmet respect kill Kent name. Kent Jones kill him Nelson. Send- Nelson, <laughs> where did Jones come from? Yeah, put some respect uh, on my dude's uh, name. I don't, even, I don't even know where Jones came from. But send the helmet to a different dimension, and that's the end of the argument. So that's way one. Way two is he can uh, get into the mind, go back in time again, or he don't even have to get into the mind of Kent Nelson, convince him to take the helmet off and kill him, and he can put it... it what happened if he put the helmet on himself? Is that considered... Uh-huh. Is that? I mean, there's no more Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. So yeah, I was wondering that, but but then he could take it off himself. No, there is no taking it off. You just said you just said Kent Nelson voluntarily took it off. Well, Nobu took it off. And you know, that's when Kent Nelson got his identity back, and then he wanted to be Doctor Fate again. Like but, I said, Doctor Strange will rerun time, send the helmet to the bottom of the ocean, send it to another dimension, send it to the sun. And it could there just stay no, there. There is no rewind. This isn't, he isn't dealing with Dormammu. He isn't dealing with some regular cat that's just going to be like, yeah, rewind. Like, again, Dr. Fate does not even exist in the same realm as this dude. Like, he can go anywhere he wants. There is no, like, he can do anything he wants, literally. He just, a lot of times he chooses not to. He's chilling with his girl in his tower. And he, Damn, sounds, a, pretty, sounds pretty selfish then. If he can do anything he wants, then he chooses just to chill when the world needs him. No, that's the great thing about him. He has he has a tower, the Tower of Fate. Most of the time, he is helping people. He has a whole bunch of books in his Tower of Fate. He mm-hmm. has his wife. He's a great husband. And he helps other people. He helps Constantine. He helps all these people. Well, I mean, like I said, Strange has been on a plethora of teams. So when it comes to helping people, I mean, he is there. He is the man. You know, he's the go-to person. Like I said, he's been on the Defenders, Avengers, Midnight Suns. He's there multiple First ways. He's fought multiple He's not the go-to person. I love Doctor Strange, but he's not the go-to. He, he anything magical, he's he's gonna be you know number one go-to person. Is mm. he not? I don't even know. I mean, you just, but you just told me he's your favorite person. You don't know if he's a uh, if he's a go-to person for magic. I don't I mean I think he is, but I don't know for sure. I just I just see a situation. It's not Brendan's job to determine that. I just exactly. I just see a situation. Where you know we we can rewind time and get rid of the helmet, that, and that's the that's the whole point. It's, it's the helmet. Like he can't. He, he's nothing. He he's just a lifeless body so, or just a lifeless tool. Here's my last one. In the comics, Doctor Strange is about to die. I think he's dead already. Yeah, I think he died recently. Yeah, I don't know. I died. So so Stephen Strange can die. Doctor Fate cannot. Doctor Fate. Literally just moves on to the next. The, the next uh, Doctor Fate was a was a woman. 
and then moved on to her and moved on to it's had a couple of people. There is no killing Dr. Fate. There is no rewinding time to kill the person. Whoever you kill, he's going to find another. Nobody's going to find so another host. Can, could, so can you just send him to a planet where there's no life? To a it's dimension fate. where there's no life? The great thing is it's dependent on fate. So if someone's oh, meant to have the helmet, here, here, we, here we go. It like sounds like a Batman argument, you know. I'm just saying Captain Marvel, Shazam, and the real Captain Marvel, uh, oh threw God, it in space. Threw mm-hmm. it in space. And he literally was like, whoever's meant to get it will get it. And that's so, what happened. Oh, so he threw it in space and it basically came right back down to a trash can because that's how trash it was? Uh, that's that's why I understand. He threw it in space <laughs> and no. it landed back in a trash can? No, if he's on another planet and he throws it into space, that could be our direction. It could be Earth. Oh, I thought, you said, Earth. I thought you said he was on Earth and he threw it in space. See, that's your, your Earth privilege. I don't mean he was on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's even worse. I mean, another person from another planet threw it, and it landed directly in the trash can. Well, it's your Earth privilege, man. What what makes that other planet bad and what's good? I mean, we got water. We got fresh air, condo. It's the same. That other we place got, we got, got We got all these super superheroes here. I'm just saying, your boy... Your boy, Dr. Strange, almost got took out by some of the weakest. And he, he got girl issues. I mean, struggle. Who don't, get, who don't got girl issues, bro? We got 99 um, problems. You know, Dr. But... Faye don't. Oh, I was going to say something real toxic. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> see, look at you. Um, that see, up. See, you all, yeah. see, you almost got me caught up, man. You almost got me caught up. You know, Your Honor, I rest my case. You can keep going. I rest my case. Let it be known that, you know, Dormammu, I mean, Dormammu, I was just looking at the word. Stephen Strange has fought against some of the most powerful sorcerers. So, Dr. Fate, you know, it's just going to be another Tuesday for him. I'll say this. Oh, I'll, I'll, okay. Last, case. I'm Let's sorry. See. I'm sorry. Last thing. Uh, um, Constantine Swamp Thing come to Dr. Sh- uh, Dr. Fate for advice, for help. If you put Constantine or Swamp Thing <laughs> in Marvel, they fuck some shit up. They like that's, they wouldn't that's, have that's hearsay. any chance. That's hearsay. We don't we don't we don't even know. No one knows who Constantine is. We're talking about Keanu right. Reeves. You can't name more than like three sorcerers in Marvel Universe. I can name uh there's a whole who, team who of sorcerers. Bro, Scarlet Witch, sorcerer. Witch, right? witch. She's a witch, but it's fine. Are, are we getting into this conversation again between no, I think we broke that down in our last episode? Teaching All right. Morgan Le Fay, Clea uh, Clea. Wait, Morgan Le Fay. Yeah, was that like, you? Don't even you don't even know who it is. The most That's powerful sorceress, bro. It's like Doc. This, you call yourself a Doctor Strange, anyway. I'm Morgan sorry, you Le, got like voodoo, Morgan random dudes. Yeah, Doctor Voodoo, uh, Clea. You know, you just told me to name three. That was just three off the top of the head, bro. Constantine, <laughs> Swamp Thing. Like, there's so you, many. You, you you just said two. Name three. That's outside of those two. Um, oh, forgot no. her name. Oh. She literally in Doctor. I want to he- help you so bad, but I can't. I know. I literally forgot her name. Mm. She literally, literally does magic. She does it for a living too. She actually like is on stage. Oh yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. I'm not gonna help you out either. I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. I swear, uh, I, do. I can tell you what letter it starts. She's in Young argument, Justice. She's in Young. Ju- I think it starts with Z. She's in Young Justice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I know what it is. But yeah. So that's either one. way. Oh, look, look, that was that was real fast. Um, okay. The point is, people who look up to Doctor Fate could destroy. It sounds like Marvel it's just these two. Ground. It sounds like it's just these two scrubs who looked up to Doctor Fate. That's on. They're not scrubs. They're better than anybody else. 
Your Honor, is, is the argument over? Because I'm gonna tell them who the name was. This is this is crazy. Y'all call me not a DC fan, but I know who it is. I'm just saying. Are we, are we done with the argument? So I can tell them. No, no, no. I'm just. I will say this. Last thing I'll say. Uh, the whole Doctor Strange movie was based on them struggling with dark magic. Come on. In DC, Dr. Fate be living in dark magic. Come on, man. We're talking about the between the comics and the movies. If that's the case. That's the I'm same just... thing in the comics. Dark magic he struggles with because he has to go to you know mess with Mephisto and all those. And he'd be getting black heart and, all, yeah, and black heart, but he ends up winning, huh? Anyway, the the sorcerer that you are looking for. She says her spells backwards. Her name is Zatanna. I knew it. I just said you didn't know it. I I was going to DC. I said Zatanna. Yeah. There's also her father, Giovanni. He does magic too. Um, I believe that Dr. Fate is a stronger character than Dr. Strange. Like in a fight, uh, Dr. Fate is going to win probably 85 out of 100 times. Um, however, I rule in favor of Marvel for Dr. Strange being the better character. Uh, for the next one, uh, we have on the DC side of things, Superman. And on the Marvel side of things, Century. Brandon, um, Superman really needs no introduction. But uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, you go ahead. Okay. His uh, year of publication was 1938. Action Comics, number one. Classic. It's still going on to this day. Um, and Jordan, what is, what is Century's year of publication? Uh, so this one is... Uh, 2005, a first appearance in Century Number One, created by Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee. Okay, uh, <laughs> Brandon. 2005, like what? <laughs> I was born before 2005. Because you're old, uh, bro. That's what it I'll, is. I work with people who were born after that. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's Superman. Like, there's no. That's literally all I got to say, and he wins the argument. It's he's six three. 235 he's peak can peak uh condition any human wants to be superman right he's from camp the great thing about superman he's from a small town so you can't be like man uh, you know i can't relate he's from smallville kansas my man grew up like a regular kid and then his parent had great parenting and then prepared him to take his powers later on in life or show display his powers later on and use them for the betterment of humankind he lives in metropolis now with uh, his girl Lois, you know what I'm saying? Got his kids. Oh, speaking of which, uh, we'll touch on uh, Jordan. You just watching a full season of Superman and Lois. <laughs> we'll touch on that later. We'll touch on that. Uh, also known as his other name, you know, Clark Kent, Kal El. Uh, yeah, um, created by Jerry Segel, and I think it was Joe Sh- Schuster. I think it's Schuster. Um, I mean, there's nothing else to say. Like the dude's powers are stupid. I actually just learned that he can travel through time using the cosmic, there's a thing called the cosmic treadmill, which if you can run fast enough, you can travel through time, which obviously is what Flash has done before, but Superman can do the same. Uh, we all know his other powers, flight, genius intellect, uh, outstanding investigator, 
um, he sees obviously x-ray vision, you know, cooling um, powers. Uh, I mean, if he gets in the sun, in the correct sun, obviously, I mean, we know his weaknesses, but they, they live it up. They, they blow it up in TV shows to make it a better, it's like a plot point. Like we have to, we got to make sure kryptonite is available for these people. Otherwise, they have no chance. <laughs> can, can I say something real quick? I, 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 I do wonder. Oh, no, no. It, 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 no, it, it, no, we're his side. Okay, okay, okay. We're whoa, whoa, whoa. okay, okay. Thank you. Golly. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, but yeah. Oh, also energy absorption. absorption. So if, he, if you hit him with energy, uh, with any sort of um, energy or any sort of energy blast, he can absorb that. And use it against you. So, I mean, that eliminates most villains that try to go up against him. Uh, as you've seen, I think the tough thing about Superman is they try to make it to where the fight is somewhat fair. So, like, he'll, he'll get punched. He'll get shot with a blast. And he'll be like, oh. But, like, we know, like, if he really, he could just murder this dude and get him up out of here. But that's just not, that's the great thing about Superman. That's not who he is. And the last thing I'll say about Superman, one of the greatest stories Superman's uh, about Superman ever was the one time where it was a girl who was going to commit suicide and her, she, you know, she was living at, she was working at a cubicle all day. She was like, I'm working at a cubicle I'm, uh, for the longest time. My parents just died. I have no reason for living. And Superman explained to her, like, it's not about saving everyone. It's about saving one person at a time. And so he helped the girl, calmed her down, talked to her about giving life another chance, uh, try day by day, and he saved her. Right. That's that's a classic Superman story. I know I know he's most powerful. He can do go cosmic. He can travel anywhere. But the greatest thing about Superman is, yeah, he'll fart. He'll fight dark side, but he'll also save a cat from a tree. He'll save a kid who's hurt. He'll, he'll save, a, a, you know, a train that's getting destroyed or something. The man can do it all. I mean, that's probably my favorite superhero. Uh, I like all the darkness stuff. I like DC because we, we love all the little dark and the, a lot of favorite the, characters the blood splattering and all that stuff. But the greatest thing we all want superhero essentially is someone who can save people and has good intentions. And that's what Superman is. He, he's literally be the beginning of it all um, where everything else was based from a lot of copycats out here because uh, of Superman. So that's, that's my argument. Jordan. This one's going to be a little bit more uh, difficult just because I've heard a century. So this is like the most I've, you know, researched about century um so kind of his backstory is he was actually a meth addict who broke into a lab and <laughs> took a bro are we laughing because he on drugs bro what is continue. wrong with you god continue dog. continue like i said he was an addict who broke into a lab and took something called the golden century serum now that scientists had developed and he ended up gaining the power of one million exploding suns now what that is is Basically, when he punches you, it feels like, you know, the power of exploding suns, except there's one million of them. Um, and he was actually a hero in Marvel Comics in the 1950s. This is like retcon in. But he was a hero in the 1950s. But he was so powerful that he caused a lot of destruction. And he had to be placed under. He had everyone else placed like under a spell where they end up forgetting who he was. So he was always around when the Avengers first formed. Um, but because he was so powerful, they had to make people forget. And the reason they had to make him forget is because he has split personality. So his other personality is called the void. And he is basically all of centuries repressed, um, repressed power, or I guess 
repressed personality. So he is the complete opposite where Sentry is, you know, he's good. The Void is actually bad. So he still has all the same powers, except he is unhinged. And in the Marvel Universe, Sentry is like the last last resort. So he only get called. He's only get called in when, you know, things are about to end and things are about to go real bad. Uh, some of his powers are he's chemically enhanced um, physio- physiology, uh, which would mean his body is actually made of solar um, solar power. So he's a solar based um, power. He has molecule manipulation so he can actually create stuff in his hands. Um, he's also immortal. You know, all the regular superhuman speed, strength, flight, um, uh, photo, uh, photokinesis, which means he can control and emit different lights as well as energy blasts. He can also turn invisible um, by deflecting light upon himself. He also has power of resurrection. And also he has a genius level intellect. And I just want to give you, you know, a fun fact, real, a couple of fun facts. I mentioned the sun. So one million, you know, suns. Do you know how hot the sun is? You don't. So I'll tell you, the sun is actually 10,000 degrees hot. So uh, if you multiply that, you know, by 1,000, I don't know why I put 1,000, but basically 1 million, it's going to be, you know, that's a lot. That's that the temperature is hot, you know, that, and that's how, how in my notes, I put a uh, thousand. I don't know what I put a thousand for, but yeah, I put <laughs> multiply by a thousand times. It was 90 million. I don't remember. I must have been drunk that night or something. But basically what I'm saying is his energy blasts are very hot and his punches, you know, are, you know, putting people down. Uh, He's beaten Thor and he also destroyed Asgard. He ripped the god of war, Ares. He completely ripped his body in half. He fought the strong, one of the strongest, probably the strongest character uh, in Marvel at his strongest peak. Uh, which is World War Hulk. You know, Hulk got sent into space with the Illuminati, came back for vengeance, and he was at the strongest where at the strongest point he was at. And he actually fought the Hulk into a tie. He's also fought uh Galactus, you know, the god, the uh devourer of Earth, Earth's planets, whatever you want to call them. Uh, also fought him into, you know, a tie. So this character is he's still new. He he had he's he's just too powerful to keep around so they often have to figure out a way to get him out of the story because like i said he's he's very unstoppable and like i said in his void state he is very unstable so anybody can get it um i'll rest my case there and i'll start with so let's talk superman real quick you know i i watch superman and lois you know so i'm getting a lot of my getting a lot of my arguments off this okay you said he's a small town boy. We can relate. I can't relate to that. Can any of you other gentlemen on the podcast relate to being a country boy out here at Bell and Hay? I can't low key, but yeah. Oh, you no. can. So wait, you can relate to a billionaire like Bill Gates, and but you can also relate to a country, you know, country folk like this. I mean, my family's from New Lime, Oklahoma, sir. So yeah, we was out there doing hay. I was jumping on hay. Getting caught in between the haze, yeah. So, so Brandon's you know in touch with millionaires and Bell and Hay. Okay, that's that's very that's very impressive. Versatility, versatility. I can you know. Also, Superman. Do we really want to be like Superman? Is is this is this? If everybody was like Superman, do you think that was that would make the world a better place? Yeah. 
No, Superman is very unhinged as well. He he has to try so hard to hold his power back. When the Void, he just lets his power go. He doesn't have to hold back. He chooses not to hold back. Just like if he was to go against Superman, he would not hold back. And also, let me say, Kryptonite is readily available everywhere. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how this stuff is coming from Krypton, but it's on Earth everywhere. It but it's isn't. pretty relative. In all media, we always see somebody has kryptonite. It's a plot point. It's a plot device. So who's to say my man didn't have kryptonite? You throw this little bitty pebble at Superman, and he basically is strongest, you know, one might say a Jordan. I will say, you mentioned sons, and just so happens that uh, Superman usually does really well with the sun. You know, Except he has Red. pretty good it's a pretty good relation. It's a pretty good relationship with the sun. From what I've heard, Century is just the sun. It's not a red sun, blue sun, purple sun. It's just we the sun. We, hey, I don't see color. I don't know what sun it is. Okay. Well, most suns are the same color, unless they mention that it isn't the same color. So if it is the same color, that is what powers uh, Kryptonians. So if Century was to pull up <laughs> on Superman and try to fight him, he would almost enhance his powers. Uh, and we know either way, he century ain't century ain't standing a chance. Also, I read a comic recently, and century isn't even like my man getting murked out here by Venom. So, a comic recently where yeah, you're right. Uh, they were null the um, yeah the the god of uh, symbiotes right comes to Earth. He whooping everybody ass in the Marvel universe, obviously, because they kind of they, they trash. But <laughs> he, they like, oh yeah, oh snap! All right, we got we got the last resort. Let's call, let's call Sentry. Sentry comes, come down all like, yeah, I'm gonna handle this shit. And Null's like, get the fuck out! And literally splits him in half, like splits him in a thousand different pieces. Splits Sentry in a thousand different pieces, and mm-hmm. the Sentry can regenerate. But if You're you right. destroy it, he, the only way he can regenerate is if he if he has his brain to do so. And he split him in so many pieces that he didn't even have his brain fragments to put together to think to regenerate. So mm-hmm. the point is, like your boy can't even handle his business in Marvel Universe, let alone come to the strongest superhero in all of media. Not just some, not just uh, maybe. No, it's literally... The greatest uh, DC stories are built around Superman. Like they're like, oh man, uh, we need Superman to like Superman died. Oh, we need him to come back so he can save the world again. That's the great. Literally in Justice League, he almost woke up the entire universe and made them aware of superheroes when he died and he screamed. So the point is, your boy Sentry ain't like that. And you mentioned the Void. I mean, is yeah, you talk about unhinged. He can kill himself almost. He has no thoughts. There's no anything going on up there. When he's I must the say, Superman has been the same since 1938. These these characters, all your people are the same. We need some... He, he Superman came first. I give you that. But like I said, newer characters come along and they do it better. Having your character have a split personality where he can't control it, that's nice. And like I said, he if he comes to the DC universe... Every common person has kryptonite. It can be found in caves, apparently. It can be found, you know, your mama got some kryptonite. They just out here shooting dice with kryptonite. Everybody has kryptonite. <laughs> you got kryptonite guns, you got kryptonite missiles. 
I don't understand how DC don't I don't understand how Superman just continues to exist when everybody has kryptonite. That's false. Not everyone has kryptonite. Who don't I, I watched the whole show where the whole military had kryptonite guns ready for him. And so you mean tell lose? me uh yeah, he basically did because he then plot device, oh he can rip it out all of a sudden because he can hear his sons calling him. This is this is nonsense. So that's another thing. Got kids. Century Century is gonna go all the way to the DC universe, right? He's gonna take the kryptonite from the government. He's gonna pull up on Superman. He gonna he gonna have some brass knuckles made of kryptonite. And he gonna punch Superman right in the face. And Superman mess around and die. To be honest with you, he might die. And I don't. I, how many times Superman came back? Maybe once. Yeah, New 52. Yeah, he came back. Yeah. yeah, one time, maybe maybe twice, you know, the original when Doomsday killed him. Maybe twice. But that's it. He's not regenerating himself. On top of that, Sentry has molecule manipulation. Who's to say he can't create his own kryptonite? Who says he can't create his own red sun? He can, he can literally put a red sun up, get the brass knuckles made of kryptonite, Punch Superman in the face with the power of a million exploding suns, and you know he's gonna be looking like Ares out here. Look, I don't want to mental health shame anyone, but oh man, here we go. Yeah, go go ahead and <laughs> do it. I know you don't like yeah. mental health problems. No, I'm just saying you're making a lot of plans for a guy with a split personality. <laughs> you're like, well, he's gonna create a thing, and he's gonna create this, and he's gonna create that, and then. Like this is some, a plan is usually made by someone who's stable with some stability, some are mental you, are, stability. Are you trying to say that people with mental problems can't be stable? Uh, that's one of their issues. With the reason they can't be stable is due to their mental health issues. Man, and he obviously has. Man, is that how you go through life? You just it's nothing wrong to say that. Last points I'll make. You came up with all these woulda, coulda, shouldas. If they're just going against each other, head up. No, like, mm-hmm. special little thing I'm not going to create. Your boy's made of the sun. But he can also create uh, solar, uh, cre- He can also create a red sun. I'm saying if these people are going to head to head. That's part of his powers. Eh, it's not that's really like, That's like saying powers. Superman can't use his, his frost bear. That's not he, part of his powers because he's never used it. He's never been like I'm going to create, when has Sentry ever created anything? He, he might use it to destroy stuff, but Sentry does not create things. Uh, he does. And, you know, at this time, I, w- I would try to look it up, but, you know, I don't have that type of, you know, time right now. Oh, okay. But he, he creates that's stuff. Interesting. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> interesting. Because you, you're definitely expanding his powers more than what the comics did. But last thing I'll say, and I'll, I'll talk to my, my esteemed judge here. Uh, who do you trust, right? I think the point of this whole thing is we want to trust our superheroes. We want to know if you got a good heart or not. We want to know your motivations. As we've known with Superman, his motivation is Lois. His motivation is his kids when he had them, right? His motivation is his love for people, human humans in general. He's not he loves, even one of us, bro. I can't relate to him. That's, the, that's sort of the point. He loves humans because he sees our potential. He sees what we can be, and he's trying to help us get there. Now, we obviously are stubborn and idiots, so we try to fight him by doing so. 
Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he isn't perfect either. But for the most part, he tries to help us to get there. And he has cool people around him who help him out along the way. But Superman is the person you want to trust. And like you said. You want to this, trust, but we can't always trust him. Man, that's what some people think. And that's what caused the world to, like Luthor. Batman, like don't, Batman don't trust him. As he shouldn't. He's a smart man. He's a human. He knows he can kill him like that. You shouldn't trust him. Exactly. Like so, why, so why would I want to be like that? That's, that sounds evil, bro. The great thing about Superman, if he wanted to do that, he would do the day he hit Earth. But he did. Unless he, Mike tries to kill Lois. The great thing is, may have. So, the point is, Judge, you're a family man. Um, I assume oh, Judge man. Spencer, you're a family <laughs> man. Don't you want to trust someone who has two kids, who lives a very respectable way? He doesn't, you know, live on some tower. He doesn't build wealth for himself using his power. He just lives a regular life. He wants to be a regular Kansas boy, helping people out. Except he moves to a big city. He's a sellout, bro. He, he gave up his little town ways for a big city. Nah. Around here, we don't like that type of stuff. Well, what is Century's home? What is Century's motivations? He is motivated by keeping himself in check. He wants to make sure he doesn't hurt people. So he tries to always keep himself in check so that the void doesn't get released. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Your boy keeps himself in check so he doesn't just murder the entire world. Superman keeps himself in check so he doesn't choke a guy to death by him. <laughs> that's the same thing I just, just you just said the same thing I just said. It's a, you said one less person. He keeps no. himself in check. Superman keeps himself in check. Superman's intentions aren't to murder everyone. Where centuries, the void's intentions is to destroy all things. It's literally called the void for a reason. So I rest right. my kids. I rest my, my kids. My, oh, I forgot to say his real name. His real name is Robert uh, Reynolds. His nickname is Bob. Come on, bro. That's that's an American name, Bob. Uh, your boy's trash. No came up. No did away with him in seconds. Kal-El. What kind of kind of ridiculous name is that? First of all, Kal-El is one of the most fire uh, superhero names in history. So it's better than Bruce Wayne? Kal-El? Kal-El is fire. I don't care what nobody say. That shit is trash. Bob? Fuck out of here, man. All right. All the Bobs that listen to this podcast will be coming at you, too. Hey, I don't care. Rule in favor of DC. <laughs> it's so easy. It's just easy, man. There's no effort need to be talked about. Oh, should game. we mention the other characters that I had the option to choose to? Uh, sure. Do they uh, deserve time? It was Gladiator and um, Hyperion. Yeah, Hyperion. Yeah, it's uh, copycats. It's Superman copycats. That's it, bro. He was built in 1938. Every every character is going to be based off of Superman and Batman. I realize. Still here today. Um, for the next one, uh, for Marvel, we have Captain America. For DC, we have Guardian. Mm. You, Jordan, your publication. Your publication, 1940 in Captain America comics, created by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Brandon, your publication mm. for Guardian. 1942, also created by Jack Kirby. Okay. Uh, so Captain America came first. Um, Jordan, what do you have for us? Man, where do I even start? I mean, oh, that's how Star Wars origin. Well, yeah, origin. I mean, we, we all know his origin. You know, he's a man out of time. He got his um, 
his powers from the serum created by Dr. Abraham Erskine uh, to fight against the Nazis in World War II. Um, but before that, you know, he was just a, a New York kid trying to make his way, trying to protect his country. He was a sickly kid, but he still wanted to do the right thing. He ended up getting hooked up with this, you know, with the doctor. And he became Captain America. I mean, we we know his origin story, so I don't know if I should go into more than that, but 62240, just put that out there. All right, Brandon. All right. We have James Harper, also known as Jim Harper. Um, so basically his story is kind of similar uh, to Captain America as far as, you know, during that time, World War II, a lot of people had that same dream. They didn't get souped up with some juice, but they had the same intentions of fighting for their country. They loved their country and they loved America in general. They wanted to help out any way they can. So Jim Harper was a rookie cop. Um, on the force, and he uh, was, I think, oh, he was in Metropolis. He, it was a place called Suicide Slum is where he was from, from where he grew up. It's a, like kind a of a, yeah, it's the hood of Metropolis. Um, and so he grew up there, became a cop. He was a rookie cop trying to help people out, and he saw, like, some things going down in this area that he thought, I can help with this, but I can't do it with a badge on. Uh, so he took up the mantle, took up the title of the guardian, and essentially he has no souped-up powers. He's just a guy. Um, he's one of the more relatable superheroes. He's a guy, has a shield, puts on his helmet, uh, and goes to work. Hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat, puts in that work. Um, investigative skills, outstanding gymnastics, uh, can hold his own versus Batman. And we know Batman piecing up anybody in D.C., so, I mean, anybody at Marvel, so, and DDC most, for the most part. Um, so, yeah, that's the Guardian. So, so he's a regular guy. Absolutely. We, we, no, we no, lean no. in to being the regular guys over here. So, 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 you know, no powers. He probably got a flimsy shield. That shield's pretty dope, actually. That's it? What, what's the shield made out of? Uh, Metal? regular steel, yeah. Regular steel? Come on, dog. We punching through that. Hey. We we punch it through. Let me let me just let me just tell you a little bit about Captain America because hey man, we don't we don't get juiced is, up over here. This is bro. All the greats used to use juice. Barry Bonds, you know, We're not in the Hall of Fame. There's consequences to using the juice. <laughs> not for Captain America. Captain America is the peak performance of a human, you know. And the only thing it did was just it. Did, the only thing the serum did was change his body mass. Everything he had before that personality, motivations, what? it all stayed the same. It changed it's, his body mass and gave him, you know... What is it called? The What is the serum called? Uh, super Soldier Serum. Super Soldier Serum. It did not change just his body mass, bro. All it did and was... It, it, it made him... Everything Captain America can do is due to that serum. It, he is the peak perfection of human. He can lift twice his body weight. He's an expert military str uh, strategist. Olympic level gymnast, and he's resistant to all disease and fatigue. I, I'm not even gonna mention his shield yet because I'm not even gonna mention his shield. So if, let me let me think about this. So if your guy has a little regular shield, there are humans that live in our world who can punch through that no problem. It, it, it probably take a couple punches, but eventually they'll get through that. Now let's think about it. Captain America on multiple occasions has punched through things way stronger than that 
And if I mention his shield, his shield is made out of vibranium. And we understand vibranium to be indestructible. So let's just say, you know, Cap throws his shield at this regular human being, you know. He can't catch it. One, he ain't gonna be able to catch it. Two, if he try to block it, it's gonna go through his shield as well. Three, he's gonna look like Peggy Carter from Doctor Strange if he tried to do anything. And uh, again, you're you're trying to put these people head to head in a fight. I get it. I get it. Captain mm-hmm. America is going to win due to him being souped up. Mm-hmm. I want to dig deeper into Steve Rogers, though, <laughs> <laughs> if we could. Uh here. Uh, it's interesting. You know, you start to look at his history. <laughs> I know we're just about to go. <laughs> I mean, it's a little interesting. Um, you know. Uh, he's from the he North. Was, he's from New York. He's from the North. He's from the North. I just want, he's not from oh, the South. So, so, let's so get he should know better. So where was Captain America during the Civil Rights Movement? He's froze. You can, are you going to hurt them? Are you going to talk about the man because he was froze? Frozen in ice, he didn't have he couldn't do anything. If Captain America there, he would have stopped it. He would have been the symbol of hope. Let's not forget Captain America is basically Superman, but to more of a common level. He's no. not an alien. People aspire to be Captain America. Okay, let me dig a little deeper there. Mm-hmm. Uh essentially, um Captain America is Superman with a MAGA hat on. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. When we talk about the uh, Sokovia Accords, he doesn't like government involvement, doesn't like accountability, wants to be free, <laughs> wants, yeah. to, uh, wants to behave the way he wants to, and doesn't want government interaction. So are you huh. telling me if the government comes to you now and say, Brandon, we want to know everything about you. You know, this is, this is our right to know everything about you. It's or all you- right. You're right. No, that's the government's right. That's what they believe. But Captain America's like, this is the land of the free. Since when do we have to conform to these conformists? No, 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 no. Not when you blowing up buildings all over the world. All right, no, sir. all right. First of all, we're gonna no, se- no, no, we're no, gonna sir. separate you... this out because you're talking movies and we're talking civil war. The comics. it doesn't matter. It's not. It's if, not the same. In the comics, did they not blow up? They literally no. have so, a, a. They literally have a group called what is it? Damage control? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they literally go around fixing uh, or, or helping or building up back buildings that these superheroes are destroying. So that is what Tony Stark was talking about. We need to have accountability, checks and balances. But your boy with his MAGA hat on, with his red hat on, <laughs> was like, no, no accountability. If, it, if anything, Iron Man is definitely wearing a MAGA hat. That, that, let's, let's get Absolutely this right here. Absolutely not. What? I, All right, Spencer, what, what you think? Iron Man, MAGA or no? He's the judge. We'll wait for his decision at the end. But this this don't have nothing. This is this this has nothing to do with the argument. No, it does. That's the point. Iron my Man, point Mag- is, Mag- Hatter, no. This is my key point for a guardian. Mm-hmm. I understand he is the weaker superhero, but I like a superhero who can stand on his own ten. And go, oh, you mean like right. America? No, I can stand on my own ten. I'm gonna go with what I'm built with, and I'm gonna defend my country and defend my area. For my love of my area. I don't know if you can defend anything if you die and like you get thumped in the head. Like he's he's a regular guy. He's gonna get sick, bro. He's gonna get sick. He might even miss he might miss something because he got COVID. He ain't gonna be able to make it. This is the problem. So what you're basically saying is a soldier who goes off to Afghanistan, who's a human who has no Mm -hmm. enhanced powers and stands up for our country. Do we know that? Weakling. Do do we know that? 
What do you mean? Do we know? What are you talking about? The go- hey, some people are conspiracy theorists and some conspiracies out there that, you know, some of these soldiers are out here getting a super soldier serum as well. Anyways, so let's <laughs> talk about it. Talk- Hold on. Let me listen okay, to my okay, last okay. point. The last thing I'll say is you're discrediting humans just because they do- they die. Just because Guardian may die in this battle, I believe he's more respectable because he didn't take any juice. He's literally just trying to protect his area. Your boy okay. took juice uh, to become who he was. Okay. So you, and you say took, that. And he took stuff from black people uh, and used it for the betterment of himself. But that's neither here nor there. We've seen many people do that before. Right? You know, you want to talk about the betterment. He took juice to defend his country. When the country was Did getting he? taken, when countries were trying to get taken over by the Nazis, and we're talking Nazis like the Red Skull, Baron Von Structure, Baron Zemo, all of Hydra. These are some evil people. We know what the people did, you know, during those times. Captain America chose to put himself on the line to take an Mm -mm. experimental serum. He could have died, but he wanted to take that chance because he wanted to defend his country. No, it it turns out he he turns out he did the right move. He still continued to take care of the country whenever there was wars. Who's on the front line? Captain America saving his team, saving his team. You know, he he put his life on the line multiple times. He's the leader of the Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes. You can't tell me that that title doesn't come with some type of respect. He 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 also is a master of multiple weapons. Any it says any any weapon he used, he's able to master it in a second. So can Guardian. Guardian, it's awesome. But Guardian is just a regular dude. I don't know how many regular people just seen a weapon for the first time and able to master it. He's an excellent tactician. He's outstanding. He's a marksman. So, so, so tell, usually tell when me, you're a marksman, you can tell use... me his leadership. What is his leadership ability? What uh, teams has he been on? Is he a team player? What team has he been on? He's been in Justice League Society. He's not, so uh, not the Justice League, the Justice League Society, the B team. Uh, well, technically, but also that's a team that represents America. Right, they they want to protect America. Justice League, Earth, is least they want to protect America. Right, mm-hmm. and I think we got to really take pride. Your boy Captain America says he was doing it for America, but it was really selfish reasons. Your boy wasn't getting none. Your boy was getting bullied. Whoa, whoa, like whoa, whoa. he he wanted to be like his boy, uh, Winter Soldier. He wanted to be like Bucky, so he took the stuff selfishly. Let's let's come on, let's be true. So when. He died. If you're over talking movies, so if we're gonna talk movies, let's talk movies. Is it selfish for a man to jump on a grenade to defend the people around him? Uh, for and I think this he was did just, that for this notoriety. Just, this is just a, he was regular. He was just his regular old, you know, I know unhealthy I'm self. Saying, he wanted to be known. He wasn't known for anything. No one knew Steve Rogers' name, so if he would have died that day. It would have been like. Wow, what a brave move by Steve Rogers. That would have been the only time you knew his name. And he did that for that reason. Lots of soldiers do that every day. They put they themselves don't do a on the line. But they go, what do they do? They wake up the next morning and they go about their life. They don't go, man, I got to get juiced who's up. To, who's to say if they were offered the chance to become something greater, to protect the country that they love, that they wouldn't take that opportunity? But why does that make you greater is my argument. Why does being because you have a better because you have a better chance of being successful versus Guardian, who potentially could get COVID and be out two weeks because he chose to, you know, not wear a mask, 
licking doorknobs. Do That's your boy. Your boy, MAGA. He don't believe in masks. <laughs> you know, mandate. He don't. He don't yeah, he, he don't. He don't even need a mask because he, he's immune to disease. Well, also, let me let me just point out something real cool about Captain America. He once became a werewolf. A werewolf, and he was still Captain America. It was werewolf cap. Come on now, you can't tell me that's not raw. It's not. It's fine. No, I get that's, it. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty raw. Anyway, and and then the shield. Come on now, the shield itself. Oh, American. Solid. This is an American guy. He wears an American flag. He is for the people. Guardian is just for. I don't know, his local community, his so local why. So he took something from black people and put slapped America on it and got the credit for it. I mean, hey, who's to say? He took it from the Wakandans, didn't give them credit for it nationally, just gave them a hey, a good job, slapped a flag on it, and was like, you Yeah, know, look at me. Guardian probably seems like the guy who was in high school, you know, he he the older guy, he talks about how great he was in high school, but he got hurt. That seems like that was probably Guardian. He talks about how great he was, but he and now he's he's just a washed up old man. I feel like Guardian is, is... Actually, he died. Uh, the Guardian died. Uh, I think it was Dick Grayson killed him. I mean, yeah, Steve Rogers, he died. You know, he died a few times, too. And people, a couple of people picked up a different mantle. But, yeah, these characters die all the time. But, you know, they always come back one way or another unless Guardian doesn't come back. He did. But, all right, I'm, that's my argument. That's my argument. All right. It's crazy um, that Jack Kirby created both these characters. I, I didn't know. I didn't know who Guardian was before this. I looked them up, and bro, they look exactly the same. <laughs> like you can literally tell that they're the exact same. Yeah, yeah, like, and Marvel definitely did it first. Um, but it's the same person too, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Based on the arguments presented. I have to rule in favor of DC. Like Let's Brandon go. put up a better argument than you did. And I have to call shocked. Cap racist because he tried to call Cap racist. That's a better argument. Uh, I didn't say racist. I just touched on his beliefs. That's it. He he brought oh in what he brought uh, in. <laughs> um, he made it very clear that. Or Brandon's argument presented that Guardian had better intentions than Captain America did. And your argument mostly hinged on the fact that he's a super soldier and, like, can't really die, which doesn't mean much here because we're looking at who is the better character overall. And, Jordan, I, I feel like you could have presented a better argument here is is what i mean Brandon this comes my guy racist i mean he, he he threw childish names out and that's a better argument <laughs> i just presented facts that's all brandon that's all I, I mean brandon uh his job is was to shit on your person yeah, i love steve Rogers. you know i i fight for captain america first avenger all day but in this case yeah this is i, do this, I, do. I mean i just feel like you guys are racist here we go. Hey, here we go. You guys don't like. You know, already got excuses. What, what what don't we like? You guys don't like. Um. Next question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <sighs> I can't believe you guys did that. Um. 
I, Jordan, I thought this was going to be an easy lob for you. Yeah, that was a. I mean, that that's, was what happen, that's, that's what happens when you know you pull the race card. White people can't I mean, win sometimes. <laughs> what? That don't even fit. But all right. Um, for the last one for today, uh, we will do for DC. We have the Justice League, and mm-hmm. for Marvel, we have the Avengers. Uh, both groups of superheroes uh, dedicated to saving their respective worlds. Uh, Brandon, when did the Justice League first hit the shelves? In 1960. And uh, Jordan, when did the Avengers first hit the shelves? Uh, July 1963, Stanley and Jack Kirby. Okay. Um, we know that there are different iterations of these teams and both of these teams have had everybody in them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, Brandon, what do we have? Okay, I'm going to present to you the New 52 origin story just because, like you said, there's a bunch of different uh, ways this team was put together, different stories. So, essentially, there's there's a whole movie about it, which is a beautiful movie. I suggest you go check it out uh, on HBO Max. Um, Essentially, what happened was, um, uh, just to give an overview, Justice League is the greatest group of superhuman, super beings of all time. It has the greatest... If you're, if you're going to name the top 10 greatest superheroes of all time, Justice League is probably going to have uh, the majority of them. Superman, uh, Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman. Uh, you know, you can keep going. Um, but essentially, the origin story is that, uh, pretty quickly, that the parademons show up they show up, they're looking for the mother box on Earth. Uh, Green Lantern, uh, actually, I think Batman's chasing them first. And then Green Lantern pulls up. They don't know each other. So then they think each other's the enemy. They start fighting. Then Superman pulls up and is like, you know, Superman does what Superman does, puts away both of them pretty easily. And he's also figuring out this parademon is like, for real, for real. And they and they essentially, uh, Darkseid, is made aware that there's a resistance on earth. So then he comes attacks earth and all these superheroes um, are aware that this, maybe this huge being dark side is attacking earth. So they decide they, they fend him off, they defeat him. And then they decide moving forward, they need to put a team together to uh, combat any sort of uh, future issues they have going on from there. And they have a tower in the sky. They watch over earth and, uh, and they have so many members. The beautiful thing about the Justice League is so many members. Uh, but yeah, that's just the origin story. Okay. And Jordan? You know, I definitely had options to go with this. And I was leaning towards kind of the BC team, the Avengers from the 10,000 BC, just because I thought it would be an interesting argument. Um, but I decided to go with the original uh, kind of founding team. Um, so the founding team consists of um, Iron Man, Thor, Ant-Man, and Wasp. And then in the second issue, um, Captain America joined. So it was like immediately he joined. And so this is Earth Mightiest Heroes. Um, they, you know, defend Earth against the big attacks. And the way that this team got formed was um, Loki, as we all know, Thor's brother Loki. He actually took over the mind of the Hulk and caused him to kind of go on a, on a frenzy. And at the time, you know, Hulk was 
pretty unbeatable. So they had to pull together this team and they couldn't call on the X-Men. Um, they also couldn't call on Fantastic Four. Um, well, they tried to and, they, and then they couldn't stop them. So they had to put this team together of, you know, remarkable heroes who were able to calm the Hulk and eventually defeat him as well. Um, and that's how this team, this particular team was formed. Um, and like Brandon said, you know, same with Avengers, everyone in basically in Marvel has been an Avengers. Um, there's also, you know, a dark Avengers team. Um, the current Avengers team is completely different, but the original team, you know, consists of Thor, Iron Man, Ant-Man, Wasp, um, Giant Man. I keep saying Ant-Man, but Giant Man, he became Giant Man's second issue um, and Captain America. So, you know, this is the go-to team when Earth needs defending. Okay. Brandon, what do we have? I think this is a pretty uh, lopsided um, argument here. I just think Justice League, if you just threw out Superman, Flash, um, Aquaman, I think they're piecing up the entire Avengers team by themselves. Not to mention we got Wonder Woman. You know, not to mention some of these other great characters. And the beautiful thing, the greatest uh, animated television show of all time to me is the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Uh, the beautiful thing about that show is that it highlighted the depth of which the Justice League is, right? So the Avengers, you can probably go 10 deep, maybe. No. Maybe then then no. you're going to like Kate Bishop and like. No, no, no. You know, get Bishop. Get Bishop. Yeah, not even going to go there. No. And you're like. You're having you're having stories about Black Widow and like, you know, there's way more characters. And, and not to mention the Avengers aren't even the most powerful uh, team in Marvel, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the point is the Justice League is so dope because you have outstanding relationships. You have Batman who doesn't and, trust them. Uh, Batman and Superman who don't who has, trust them. Who have an outstanding brother uh, brotherly. They, they love. don't trust each other. They don't, but that's the point. That's what makes it great is they don't trust each other, but they still have love for each other. They understand why they're needed. They understand why one is necessary and the other is necessary. Mm -hmm. Then you have the love kind of love trying because they both have feelings at one time or another towards um, Diana, who's also one of the top. She's like the the prodigy of the group, right? She she came from her uh, through scare and, you know. And she so she's the only. So is she the only one? They only have one woman versus you know all these other guys. She's the only woman on the team. No, Hawk girl. I mean, so it's a bunch of women on the team. Okay, well, uh, we, okay. Vixen. Uh, I mean, we can keep going. Oh, it sounds like you're starting to get into like the seatless characters. Me. I mean, Vixen's outstanding. She she loves uh, the Green Lantern. Oh, I didn't even mention the Green Lantern. Jesus Christ, I forget how deep we are. <laughs> the Green Lantern is top three in in Marvel, but. Thank you. Uh, uh, not to mention John Jones. Goodness gracious. Uh, who's, John, who's John Jones? Oh, is that uh, uh, Marshall Manor? Yeah. The, you, got, you know Vision, who's like the great value version of Marshall Manor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, Justice uh, League. That's, that's on my list. We'll, we'll talk about those two in another episode. Yeah, right. There's plenty of, this is a great comparison of both, but uh, Justice League just is just a better story. Like Avengers is dope. Don't get me wrong. Civil War is great, but Crisis on Infinite Earth, you got Doomsday, you got uh, so many different great Flashpoint, you got so many great um, stories, 
And DC just does a better job of integrating those characters. Like um, Constantine is part of Justice League. You'll see a story where, you know, um, Batman and Constantine go on an adventure together or, or Wonder Woman and Justice League Dark go on an adventure together. And it's actually interesting. Whereas you don't necessarily get that from Avengers. You can't put Captain America and, I don't know, freaking some random character over there. Well, you know, you want to know the good thing is you just said that, you know. Actually, you can continue. I'll let you continue. You know, that was very rude of me. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, you can't just put Captain America with any character and be dope. Like the beautiful thing about DC is like, uh, I just read a comic the other day. It was Booster Gold and uh, Blue Beetle. They were together. And they were talking about being like the rejects, not getting called up to the A team of Justice League. And they were trying to, and literally Booster Gold was trying to impress people. He was trying to go viral on Instagram. Oh. Just just to impress Batman and Superman so he could get called up. Like it was an interesting story that was just dope. Cause if you know Booster Gold, like that's something he would literally do. So the point is, Justice League, yeah, I could highlight Superman, Batman. I could I could go in all day about that. But the beautiful thing about the Justice League is you have people like the question. You have, um, you know, you have so many Green Arrow who just had nine seasons of a television show because he's that interesting. So I'll let you go, Jordan. But just we, our debt, our roster is 10 times deeper, 10 times. So if we're, if we're going to go on a roster, you know, the way the Avengers operate is there are many people in the Avengers team. So they have to actually split them up into multiple different teams. So I'll just I'll just name a few teams and, you know, who are the people on these teams? Because they are, you know, they are handpicked for the operation. So we got the Secret Avengers. This is a handpicked team of uh, picked by Captain America and kind of people who he know will get the job done. So this is people like Beast from the X-Men, Nova, Black Widow, Moon Knight of Thor, these are people that he knows are going to get the job done. Then we have people like the Savage Avengers. And this team is the deadly team, the deadliest, you know, Avengers team there is. We got Venom, Brother Voodoo, Conan the Barbarian, uh, Punisher, Wolverine, and Elektra. That team right there is going to get whatever job they need done. They're going to get it done fast. And then let's say, you know, let's get into the tech world, you know. Let's say we want to do some hacking. Then we have the Avengers AI team who consists of Hank Pym, Dr. Doom. Come on, that, that, that's, that's a heavyweight name right there. Um, oh, my computer's just on crazy. Vision and Monica Chang. So when you, when you want to talk about the different rosters, everyone, everyone has a deep roster. And let's just get into some of the, let's just get into some of the greatest stories um, there is. And I'm going to start by simply saying, start with the movies. You talked about having the greatest TV show. That's fine, all. That's cool. That was a long time ago. Some of these young boys don't know about that. So we're going to leave that in the past. Let's get to something more recent. What are the... Brendan, can you name for me, you know, what you think in the top of your head? What is the top grossing movies all time? What would you you think they are? I mean, obviously, they're going to be... Marvel movies, but more more specific. I want you to get more specific when it comes to that. I mean, I don't believe it's Avengers movies. I don't believe. You don't believe, or is that what you think? I think they're actually different movies that aren't about the Avengers, like Spider Man, 
Black Panther. Brennan, let me let me just quickly go over the list. We got Avengers Endgame. We got Avengers Affinity War. We got the first Avengers. That's three out of four Avengers movies right there in the tops. So you tell you telling me that you guys have a great show and you guys have all these great characters, but I'm seeing the Avengers doing it better. I, you guys are you guys don't have better characters. Your directors and producers are better. Congrats. But the characters, we we can actually connect to these characters. I can't connect to some of your characters in the Justice League. I can't well, I can't connect with the Flash. What do you mean? The point is. Okay, how relevant was Iron Man before the MCU? I mean, how relevant were a lot of these characters before their debut? How relevant is Vixen? You name Vixen. How relevant was Martian Manhunter before the Justice League cartoon? He was very relevant. John Jones? Now he I mean, that increased him. Um, exactly. Exactly. Iron Man was the same way. It increased him. How relevant was Captain America? How relevant was uh black t'challa i was relevant for any of these the mcu is your only go-to because we all know what nobody giving a damn about half of the avenger characters that's, until that's, the movies but that's again that's, if that's your uh, argument but, but i'm saying this this is this is what it is this is the world we live in now everyone loves the avengers and and then you talk about the movie that you know had to be basically re-released just to have a better version of the movie justice league Look, their, ca- their characters arc- portrayed on screen was they were bad. They <laughs> were not good portrayals of the characters. You know why? Because the team, the Justice League team itself, isn't better than Avengers. The uh, and Avengers are in New York. You t- you told me that the Watchtower is in space. If I am, I want. How long does it take for them to get to space to New York City? How long do you think it take? Well, Superman is like a couple seconds. So by uh, himself. What about everyone else? Uh, around that time, they have a jet that travels really fast. So they have a jet in outer space? Is that how gravity works? I don't know. Either way, it sounds like they're not going to get there as fast as the Avengers being in New York. The Avengers are square one. I can, we can go visit Avengers Tower. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you see a nice building, you're like, man, I really wish I could see that building. They have Jarvis come down like, hey, would you like to meet Tony Stark? Would you like to meet Captain America? These are these you can go actually meet your heroes, your icons. If I want to see Superman, I have to look up in space with a telescope at the right light at the nighttime with no other lights. I, I can't relate to these characters. I don't I can't relate to John Jones. Well, he's a black man. He's a black man. You can't relate to a black man? Is that I can't what you're relate saying? to an alien, bro? He he a poser. That's what that's why you like him, bro. Y'all both posers. He pretends to be black, and you pretend to like comics. I understand now. No, he chose to be black. He understood the beauty, the beauty of the black experience, and he said, "You know what? Throughout all the negative shit that comes with being a black man in America, mm-hmm. he chose to be a black." Man. He, he so ain't black John when Jones. He so why why he don't be black when he fighting? He black when it's convenient. A poser. <laughs> he isn't black when he's convenient. Also, it sounds very elitist of you to be. For your headquarters to be in New York, what if the issue is in Kansas, right? What if the issue is in Montana? I mean, y'all not really. What are y'all gonna do? Jump, fly across the country? 
the uh, the Justice League Tower is there because if there's an issue in China, we can go there. Oh, if there's you mean, an issue oh, in so Australia, mean, we can go there. Oh, you mean, so it's kind of like we have a character who can create portals like Doctor Strange, who can quickly get us anywhere? Sure, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, we have Doctor Fate too. And I mean, we don't, but we don't need the portal. But, but just these, get these characters aren't these characters aren't relatable. That's I, that's why I understand. And, and who's who to say who's to say Doctor Strange is even in this realm when this stuff happens? He could be handling something. It's else. The same thing about Doctor Fate. That's the point. We don't use him to travel. Y'all use him to travel. We have we multiple. We there. have we have multiple travel ways. And also, the point is, see, how you is, guys, you're depending on the MCU. I don't need to depend on the MCU. Cannot exist, and I would be just fine. The MCU does exist, and I am just fine because the characters are better, right? We we want to. There's a reason why there's so many Batman movies because it's a beautiful story. We want to see it over and over again. They're about to I mean, make another Superman. We love the character. It doesn't matter how no well they, they make a lot of movies because they try to get it right. No, just because you just because you make a lot of moves, they don't mean they're better. It just no. sounds like you have to continue to get it right. No, I think my point is separate the execution of the character and the actual character. The character I'm talking about is in the comics. The Justice League is better because they have your, better characters. Your Honor, let's. I want. I want to. I want to present to you something. I thought I was going to save this, but I'm actually use it. Tell me this doesn't sound cool, okay? I'm going to give you the very, very first Avengers team ever formed. Okay? So think about this. This is 10,000 BC, okay? You know, we're in the age of dinosaurs, Neanderthals. You know, now listen to this team. Agamotto, who was the greatest sorcerer to ever walk this entire universe. The original Black Panther, the, you know, the first Black Panther who was given his power by Bost or based, however you say it, I think it's Bost. Don't even know people's name. Said. Because they have an accent that I don't have. You know? <laughs> doesn't oh, the accent that. is back. <laughs> we <laughs> got to do it at least one episode. Then we have, we have Ghost Rider, the very first Ghost Rider. And guess what he drives? Guess what? Just, just try to guess what this Ghost Rider rides on. You can't even tell me. You know why? Because he rides on a woolly mammoth that's lit on fire. I Tell me that isn't, isn't raw. <laughs> uh, this... We have the original Iron Fist, the first ever Iron Fist. The original Phoenix were to ever make an appearance ever. The, the, the cosmic entity known as the Phoenix possessed a girl, they call her Firehead, They because her hair was red. She was imbued with so the power creative. of the Phoenix. Hey, it is what it is. Odin, we all know the great and powerful Odin. And on top of that, the star brand, one of the most powerful um, beings in the universe as well. So this team defended the Earth in 10,000 BC, long before the Justice League was even thought of. Superman was still in Jor-El's balls. And this team was out here saving Earth. Wow. Against Celestials. Celestials, the odds of them beating the Celestials, you know, that's the type of stuff they're up against. Uh, Your Honor, I have two last points, uh, and then I'll I'll let it go from here. Uh, my first point is, I mean, who is the who are the Avengers' main team they go against? They don't have one. No one cares. Oh, no I mean, one, you know, what are they called? 
AIM, Hydra, Ultron, Kane, Decree, the Scrolls. I mean, I guess they don't call them oh. nobody, I guess. Oh, they don't have a name. If I have the League of Doom, the League of Doom, Lex Luthor, Joker. Fancy words. Gorilla Grodd. Like, all these guys are a amazing, amazing. Oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa, over there. <laughs> uh, amazing villains. And they they got together. Because the Justice League was so powerful, it was like, Joker was like, I don't like you, Lex Luthor, at all. I despise you, actually. But we're going to get together. Like, that is... The like Justice League actually has quality villains to go up against, and the, because they were Justice League was so powerful, again they had to create a, a full out team to go combat them. You can create but, a team for you can create a team no matter what. But okay, your second my my last point. Um, the Avengers aren't even the most powerful group in Marvel. Who's more powerful? Uh, this is a little group called the X Men. Nope. Not a Cornell. The Avengers are the greatest group ever. <laughs> I mean, I think the X Men could literally make the Avengers not exist, and no one rem- they could literally tweak everyone's minds where they don't exist, and no one would even think about them again. So the point is, you aren't even the most powerful group in your universe, yet you're trying to go against the Justice League. So I rest my case there. Thank you, Yon. It was a great time. Thank you. Thank you. Justice for League time. isn't the most powerful in the DC universe. Let's just get that out there. Who is? The JSA. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just know about the JSA. I don't really know who in it. I just, I just know about them. <laughs> but, um, go ahead, Spencer. Go ahead. I have to rule in favor of DC. Uh, of Brandon course. said. Brandon's argument was that not only is the Justice League a better team, but that they have better stories. And you were able to name different subsets of the Avengers, and you hung your hat on the MCU. That's all I need to do. That's one story. Is, Thank uh, you. Uh, that's a that's a I don't know twenty year story. Infinity Saga um, is, and that is not to story. say I'm not saying that it's a bad story. It, it's a great story. Like I am really glad that we have the MCU. But again, Brandon came in with several different successful Justice League stories. Brandon came in with the fact that the Justice League has a dense enough roster and the character development where they can put two people together that have no business being together and make a successful story, uh, a compelling story and an interesting story. You didn't do that. Yeah. I should have went to like the infinity saga, that whole thing. So I, a bunch of things. Yeah. Like there there were, and there were a lot of, there were so many things I was like, like Brandon, uh, Whenever you talked about like traveling, the Justice League has Zeta tubes. They can get literally anywhere at any time with the Zeta. The mother box. It's true. That's facts. And except when the mother box go missing. So Brandon didn't need that. Uh, Like that didn't even come up. But there's too much ammunition. I, um, today, I think that, uh, I, I think Brandon, 
was I think Brandon came in more prepared. Um, you know, some might say that is correct. Others may not. I, I, I just want to give it. I just want to give the viewing the audience. I just want to give you guys context. Like your boy, this was a less than twenty four hour research session, right? This wasn't even like and just for context, Spencer, the great judge that he is. He gave us plenty of time to work on this. A little, a little bias, you know, a little bias. I'm not going to say anything, though. You know, it's not too bad. I mean, the listeners, you guys can let us know what you believe, who had the better arguments for each character, whatever. Because that's what I, just, I, I, wanted, I wanted to be very clear that I was not making these rulings based on who I thought was the better yes, character. The I argument. was making these rulings based on who presented the better argument. Who, who was the better character as you go through a pick, like each one? Um, for let's see let me pull up the thing for moon knight batman um i struggle with that one i might i might give that to moon knight just because moon knight has more going on uh personally like within the character himself like he's got a lot more happening um Bruce has, you know, a special place in my heart. But he's been the same since 1940, whatever. Um, well, there are a lot of different versions of him, and that's not to say that Bruce isn't compelling. Um, there's a reason he's up here. But Moon Who'd you Knight, have Sentry uh, and Superman. Uh, who do I think is better? Yeah. Superman. Yeah, I, I agree. When I was, because uh, I mean, uh, of course, I don't really know anything about Century, um, so I, de- I definitely found out a lot between. And also, you gave me a choice between Blue Marvel. I should have picked Blue Marvel just because I want to know more about him. And Hyperion, I think you sent me. Yeah, because those are pretty direct copies. Yeah, uh, there are a bunch, but the most direct are yeah, those three: Hyperion, Century, and. Uh, Gladiator. Every time I see Gladiator, I think of uh, the I'm the Juggernaut Bitch videos. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Doctor Strange and Doctor Fate, I, I I feel like you put up a pretty good argument for that one. Um, but I would have to say I like Doctor Fate more. But I feel like Doctor Strange is a lot more involved. I feel like I would have to see a lot more of Dr. Fate. Just, well, I mean, once again, I don't know much about Dr. Fate. Um, he seems pretty cool, though. He's dope. Spencer is right. He's not as involved as Dr. Strange. Yeah, like Dr. Strange is directly involved. Like, Dr. Strange may even be closer to Constantine as far as involvement. Oh, really? Yeah. Constantine yeah. is pretty involved. But because of Dr. Strange's um, title and level of power and influence, I put it yeah. up with Dr. Fate. But um, I... Because I I don't want to call Constantine street level, but in comparison, yeah, like Constantine is. is very street level as, as far as magic Super, goes. Yeah, I was as far as like supernatural wise. Yeah. yeah. Um for Justice League and Avengers, um I would pick Justice League. What about Captain America Gladiator? I mean Guardian Captain Just America. Disrespecting my dudes. Man, <laughs> Well, when I saw that picture of him, I was like, "Yeah, Lee, like you can literally tell that they're direct copies." 
Yeah. And that, that's the thing. Like these comic books, that's what they I didn't know they were the same dude. Like that yeah, was Jack, news to me. Jack Kirby, uh, he created both of them. Yeah, yeah like that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, but, did it on purpose. Yeah. But yeah, I um yeah, Captain America it is sh- Captain America should have won that. Like yeah. qu- quite honestly. Like you uh you gotta you gotta give me uh Brennan's a better arguer. I don't I, you know. I like to put my words. I like to. I'm action. Brandon's words. <laughs> you take a shot. That is that is good to know. That is good to know. So, with that being the case, perhaps the next time we do this, we'll bring in some some guests uh, to help you with words. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. Do, I don't do words. Man, I'm good on the mic. We we you know we know. I mean? know. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. We've uh, we figured out that uh, you don't do words, <laughs> right? Right. It's all, it's all good. It's all good, though. Like, that, yeah, that's fine. Like we would not be here without you. This podcast, as far as I understand, was your idea. Hey, man. We we all make it happen. We all make it happen. So, all right. Well, that was, anything. Uh, that, was that was that was definitely fun. Brandon yeah, so yeah. put a couple of arguments. His his, uh, his racist remarks against Captain America. I knew I knew he was gonna go there. I, li- <laughs> I literally I literally seen a TikTok today. I had it. It was like yeah. uh, it was like Captain America um, told Vision we don't trade lives. He's like, but as soon as I got to Wakanda, he sent all the Wakandans out there first. <laughs> Bro, I was cracking up. He said he let all the black lives go first. <laughs> then he was behind uh, yeah, yeah, I had the I, I had the Maggie Captain America in the back, in the back took. Oh, yeah, like, Trace. Uh, we've been talking about that for years now. Like I remember yeah. uh the first time Brandon said to me, like, Steve Rogers would have voted for Trump. I was like, wow. I don't yeah. I, see, I don't know if he would. I think I, Iron Man definitely would have because he ain't trying, he ain't trying to get taxed that much. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I, I love Steve Rogers. Uh, just so I, I love Steve Rogers. Like, I love Captain America. But, yeah, I had to make the argument. <laughs> That's good, though. I liked it. That was... Uh, which I th- well, think, Super- I- think Superman, which I think he vote. Uh, hard to he, say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like he might be a Make America Great again. Make- <laughs> uh, well, Kansas I don't... Roots, yeah. keep him... I feel like he, he wouldn't vote. Like, if a dude like Trump came up, he just wouldn't vote. Well, uh, yeah, because I mean, I whenever because he was against Lex Luthor as president, I feel like he would be against Trump as president. Right. I think um, it would be it'd be hard to say. Like, I don't know. He'd be secretly funding them or voting against them. Yeah. Like, I don't (laughs) Don't talk about Superman like that. (laughs) But I could see Superman. I feel like Superman would be more liberal. I would think. Yeah. Because he did go to, you know, the big city. Yeah. And he's a journalist. Yeah. They, they call him fake news. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He get called fake news real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, man, we could talk about another episode, but <laughs> I'm so annoyed at Superman. I, we talk off air about something I'm really annoyed at. I don't, don't want to be all night. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, I I had a great time with this. Next time we do this, we may bring on some extra folks, and I'll still give you all the same amount of research time. Or we could do some where no research, you just go from what you know, because research may have been 
the, the, the reason we got here. Yeah, I, you know, I'm off the I'm off the dome. Brandon liked to yeah. do his he's I mean, writer, bro. That's not Brandon convinced me that Guardian was better than Captain America. Because he write all he write all his rhymes, bro. I'm a I'm a real rapper. I freestyle. I got a good promo. I can't help that. You know, I'm good on the I can't help it. What can I say? No, and that's what this was. This was this was good. And and again, I I guess I didn't realize that Jordan was at such a disadvantage. <laughs> it's, it's word, bro. You know, I don't do I don't do words. I'm all about uh, the action. The uh, ideals. All right. The ideals. <laughs> um, well. We're at the end. Uh, definitely follow us on Twitter at the LMG podcast. Um, also, be sure and check this video out on YouTube. You look us up on the League of Melanated Gentlemen on YouTube. Be sure and like and subscribe as well for more content. And um, let us know if you would have ruled in favor the same way based on the arguments. Agreed. Again, yeah. not, not based on what you <laughs> already know. Not based on what you already think, based on the arguments presented. Correct. How would you have ruled? Yeah. Let us know. Um, well, we're never duplicated. Always appreciated. And forever melanated. Yeah.